the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today we have got not just a podcasting duo. We have a brotherly podcasting duo going head-to-head. In one corner, one half of the Hollywood casting connection, Paul Carr. Say hi and uh, a little bit about yourself. Hi, that's... uh... I've been given a lot of good intros on podcasts, but that might be my favorite one. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Paul. I'm half of the HCC hosting crew, and uh, I'm excited to be here on an episode of uh, '70s trivia. T- or what did I, what did I say? Oh yeah, throwback <laughs> trivia takedown. Throwback. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do get a lot of. Plenty of 70s. Hopefully, you know, you guys are up to your 70s. In our other corner, we have the second half of that same podcast, a man with a glorious beard. It's looking fantastic. Not quite as long as uh, our co-host John's, but still at least as lustrous and thick. We've got Sam Carr. I felt pretty good about my beard until I got on this call and saw John's. It's uh, <laughs> That thing is magnificent. So it's sad, very... The sad thing is, is this is thinner than it used to be. I shaved it down on the sides and yeah. stuff to oh, trim gotcha. it. So it's, it's more maintained, though. It looks good. It's pretty great, yeah. Oh, thanks for the intro there, Adam. Happy to be here uh, with my brother, with you and your brother, and uh, ready to play this game. Um, yeah. yeah, he said the 70s trivia takedown because i think that's probably the decade we're both the most nervous about <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah understandable well how about y'all before we uh get into the game at all tell us a little bit about hollywood cast connection yeah man thanks for the uh, opportunity to plug it a little bit uh we are the hollywood cast connection it's a competitive kind of six degrees of separation game uh where we fabricate relation through degrees of separation we take uh two actor names and we connect them with a twist in the middle we have an episode that comes out every week, every Monday, wherever you find podcasts. So Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, all those places. Um, we have different guests on. We have different special features rounds that kind of play to the guest strengths. As Adam knows, Adam uh, is on episode number 23 that comes out uh, wow. a couple days from now. So <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you had a very sexy guest on uh, that I remember. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no, we try to have a fun time. We just talk movies, entertainment, and uh, get to be silly while connecting people to other people. So it's a good time. Okay, very cool. Uh, all right, for everyone else out there, let's get started by learning the rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies, music, television, video games, sports, news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time, Your opponent gets to pick your category. 
In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. Okay. Sam and Paul, I want to know a little bit more about you before we start. And because of Hollywood Cast Connection and the tie-in of kind of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, I want to know what is your favorite Kevin Bacon movie? Oh, wow. Paul, you go first. <laughs> uh, I have to remember what movies Kevin Bacon <laughs> is even in. I'm not even a big Kevin Bacon guy. Let me think. I know wow. he was in That's Patriot's the wrong answer. Day. Right there, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me go with Black Mass. Was he in Black Mass? Oh, I don't actually know. It's my favorite Johnny Depp movie with Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, he was in Black Mass, yeah. Black Mass. <laughs> okay, that is that is a choice? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got so many great ones, though. Footloose, Apollo 13. I'm actually probably going to go Mystic River, though, because that's like uh, one of my favorite just dark kind of crime movies in general. And... Uh, Tim Robbins and Sean Penn and everybody in that too. So Mystic River is my answer. All right. Well, the correct answer was Wild Things. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, you didn't ask I for mean, our favorite Bill Murray movie. So I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, between those two, never would I would have thought those were actually going to have been your answers. Because yeah. Footloose is the easy one. Yeah. Um, but I. I I actually haven't seen Black Mass. I did see Mystic River, but it kind of bored me. What? But it was still pretty good. Uh, so I'm going to give this one to Sam. Nice. So, Sam, you get to start off round one. Round one. Oh, excellent. Uh, and you get to pick your category. Well, hey, let's just keep rolling right along, and I'll start with movies. Oh, no. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. Awesome. Okay. Footloose. Final answer. <laughs> if only. <laughs> All right. 80s movies. I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum, is an all-time great line from 1988's They Live and is said by what pro wrestler and actor? Uh, that would be Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper is correct. Well done. That's a great movie. Yeah. Well, it's a great line. I don't know if I'd say <laughs> They Live is a great movie. <laughs> it has some uh, connotations that extend even to present day, right? So uh, that's uh, pretty good. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. All right. All right, Paul, you got to pick your category. Uh, let's go with music. And your decade is the 70s. <laughs> All Ooh. right. This artist broke into the Billboard Hot 100 18 times during the 70s, including four number one hits, and she even starred as Dorothy in a 1978 film, The Wiz. And now I'm spacing on her name. I know exactly who it is. I saw The Wiz with Michael Jackson as a scarecrow. You got to ease on down, ease on down the road. <laughs> um, but I don't know her name. It's not in my head anymore. Oh, you do know her name. Come on. I mean, I know I know it. It's just falling out. Come on in, he's on down, he's on down. Sorry. Nipsey Russell, anybody? It's not Nipsey Russell, there's the end. <laughs> Carry nothing up, man. <laughs> Dang it. What the heck is her name, dude? <laughs> I can't tell you that. Uh, I'm not going to tell you because I'm going to steal your myself. points. I was having an 
in a conversation with my own brain. <laughs> this is very sad because I know who it is and I can't think of her name. Mm, time Why don't you just uh, go ahead and give Sam the points? Uh, <laughs> all right. Sam, you get a chance to steal this one. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's Diana Ross. You are assuming correctly it is Diana Ross. What is wrong with me? Oh. That's a great <laughs> way to start out. Forget Diana Ross's name. I accept defeat. <laughs> right. All right. The uh, ever-important steal and Sam, you get to pick your category. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with slang, actually. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Awesome. In the late 90s, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was one of the best heels in wrestling, and he loved to call people this derogatory term. (laughs) Is this jabroni? It is jabroni. (laughs) Yes. I love that I got a jabroni question. That's amazing. (laughs) He had some good catchphrases. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. Oh, do you guys smell that? Smells like uh, The Rock is cooking something. <laughs> yeah, he, he's cooking a lot of points on your side, Sam. Uh, but maybe we can get some coming Paul's way with this uh, next category pick. Yeah, let me uh, let me have video games. And your decade is the eighties. Okay. Name this nineteen eighty one Atari arcade game. It was one of the first video games with a progressive level design where the levels themselves varied rather than giving the player the same layout with increasing difficulty. And it shares the name with a Shakespearean comedy. Ooh. Hmm. <sighs> it's not Jabroni. No, not Jabroni. <laughs> the classic first thing I thought game, of was 10 things was I hate about you. <laughs> but. That's not the answer. Um... <laughs> now I'm trying to think of Shakespearean comedies instead of the video game. <laughs> I hate microphones, man. <laughs> I hate it. I was I've been killing it listening to all your episodes. You're killing in, it in your own head yeah. too much right now. Yeah, I know. This is like on a lot of trivia podcasts, the second you get actually recording in front of a microphone, <laughs> yeah, you get like you get dumber. It happens. Yep. Um, buh, buh, buh. I don't know. The Taming of the Shrew. The Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> Wrong on all levels. I'd play that game. <laughs> in- incorrect. Uh, all right, Sam, you get a chance to steal. I mean. Pitfall was my first thought there, but I don't know of a Shakespeare comedy named Pitfall. I'm just going to guess Pitfall. Pitfall is also incorrect. Yeah. Now, this was a game called Tempest. Okay. And there was a Shakespearean comedy called The Tempest. Yeah, that was going to be my other guess if I was just going to guess it from the Shakespeare angle, but I wasn't mm-hmm. familiar with the game called Tempest. That's fun. When in doubt, go Billy Shakes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Sam, you get to pick your category. I wrote down nine categories, and I'm missing one. So I've got movies, music, TV, slang, fashion, tech, news, food, video games, and what's the last one? Sports. Sports. Sports, yep. Okay, that's the one I forgot. Um, Let's go TV. 
And your decade is the 70s. Match Game was a game show that ran throughout the 70s. It had guest stars like Betty White, Richard Dawson, Charles Nelson Reilly, and more. And it was hosted by this man until 1984. I love Match Game so much. Uh, I think that's Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn is correct. Yes. <laughs> love Match Game. Actually, yeah. the uh, the ending little part of Match Game was uh, what they kind of took as um, the idea for Family Feud. And Richard Dawson ran with it and uh, that's obviously took that one uh, and made it his own. So. For sure. And a call back uh-huh. to your appearance on our game. Sean Astin's mm-hmm. mom was on there a lot. So, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's her True. name? Patty, uh, Patty Duke. Uh, Duke. Yeah. yeah, Patty Duke. Yep. yep. It was. Yeah, I know things when they're not in the form of a question <laughs> competitively for points. <laughs> well... Try to prove us wrong when you get your own question by picking a category. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get lucky with a 1970s Packers question. Let's go with sports. <laughs> <laughs> your decade is the 70s. Yeah, here wow. we go. In Lambeau Field. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> joke. I was there. <laughs> All right, here's your actual question. In 1978... A commercial aired with this all-time great boxer who looked smoking in a tuxedo and singing a song about Miller Lite. I feel like there's so many hints in that, and it, like, hurts anyone listening. There's at least one. That I didn't answer immediately. Uh, I don't know, boxing, though. Or timelines. I don't know. The Greatest Ali. That's my answer. Ali is incorrect. Sam, you get a chance to steal? Uh, I think smoking was the clue, and I think smoking Joe usually relates to Joe Frazier, so I'm going to say smoking Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier! That is correct. Smoking Joe Frazier. That picked up on that clue, absolutely. Perfect. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, it's, uh... Does Paul have yeah, points yet? Like Can I have a Lambeau Field question? Am please? I steamrolling him right now? Yeah, and, uh... <laughs> I didn't expect it. And you get to pick your own category, too. Yeah. Uh, well, of the four that are left, which are kind of my favorite, um, I actually feel, feel pretty good about fashion. So let's go with fashion. And your decade is the 80s. I tumble for this 80s music and fashion icon who had an artistic and obscure dress sense, his hair full of colorful ribbons and ties, lots of makeup, and finished with an iconic bowler hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, but the answer's just not come, 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 coming to me. So, um, <laughs> I think it's, um, I think it's Boy George. It is. That was wonderful. <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> I was dreading fashion and I should have picked it. Yeah. Thanks for wrapping your fashion question in a music question. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> that was there for it. I mean, but he was definitely, definitely. Absolutely. A for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Paul. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> let's. Uh, In the words of try, our president, let's try come some on, man. food. <laughs> come on, man. And your decade is the '80s. In 1981, Frosted Flakes came out with this fruit in fruit. Sorry, fruit. <laughs> fruit infused variant, but the flavor didn't appeal uh, to the public. As um, and the version was discontinued in 1984. Let me just say that all over again. 
1981, Frosted Flakes came out with this fruit-infused variant, but the flavor didn't appeal to the public as this version was discontinued in 1984. I mean, I don't know it for sure, but I wouldn't put it past Kellogg's to uh, try to spin off and keep it alliterative and obvious and call it Fruity Flakes or something like that. And that seems to be what all the fruit-themed cereals are doing. So I'll just say Fruity Flakes. (laughs) Fruity Flakes is incorrect. (laughs) Wow. No, really? Yep. My my guess was going to be close to that. I'm not familiar with this one either. Um, Fruitsted Flakes. Let's see. Frosted Flakes (laughs) that are fruity. Would it just be Fruity Frosted Flakes? Like, is he just missing a word there? No. No. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's basically what he just said. And yeah. so I said it was wrong before, uh, so I'm saying it's wrong again. Hey, let me crib that wrong answer, Adam. Let's, uh... <laughs> no. Uh, I could have put a little bit more en- emphasis on it didn't appeal to the public. Oh. It was banana frosted flakes. Wow. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Uh, all right. We have technology and news, and I want to know what Sam wants. Oh, boy. Well, it's kind of down to what I want to leave for Paul. Um, since does, Is he on the board yet? Is he on the board? <laughs> the answer is no. That's Rubbing so, it in. That's Keep so asking. Good. The answer will continue to be no. Hey, do you need some aloe vera for that burn <laughs> there? Um, I'll go with news and politics. And your decade is the 90s. Oh, sweet. Bill Clinton. Right. We've got a question from Jackie Lafave. Thank you, Jackie. Uh, thank you so much, Jackie. All right. The first freeway HOV facility opened in 1969 in the Shirley Highway, North Virginia area. In the 90s, many jurisdictions in the U.S. implemented HOT lanes. Um, As of 2020, there were 10 operating HOT lane projects for a total of over 100 miles. What does HOT stand for? You're looking at it, baby. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, HOV is high occupancy vehicle. HOT lane, like on a highway for a hundred miles. Lane. Train or truck, but trains don't go on the road. Um, turtle. T- <laughs> it's a high occupancy turtle. There's just a lot of people riding <laughs> on it. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go. High occupancy tunnel. High occu- high occupancy tunnel is incorrect. Oh, man. Paul, come on, man. I'm thinking it may have been like a highway lane specifically for buses or something. Um, but vehicle and transport are kind of synonymous, and that starts with a T. So I'll say high occupancy transport lane. High occupancy transport is also incorrect. It's a tough one because I'd never heard of this before either. Huh. Uh, but it is a high occupancy toll lane. Oh. oh. So uh, basically what it is is it's a road that is offered free for people who have high occupancy. But if, you don't, if you're only a single person, you can ride on it for a, a price. Oh. I like it's that. like an H-O slash T. Yes. H- exactly. <laughs> H-O slash T. Nice. <laughs> kind of. All right, Paul, you are stuck with technology. Cool. And your decade is the 90s. All right, another question from Jackie. Mm. Thank you so much, Jackie LeFave. The game Bop It 
released in 1996 to strong sales. Several iterations of Bop It have been released since, including Bop It Smash, Bop It Blast, Bop It Bounce, and other tie-ins. Uh, and even in, tw- in 2016, a version was added called Sing It and Selfie It uh, with different different commands on it. But I want you to tell me, besides Bop It, what are the other two commands that you had to do? He's going to be other on the two? board now. Oh, on the original other one? Two, on the original. Oh, you, had to get, you have to get both. <laughs> See, because I had a later version. Can I can I guess more than two and like hopefully that the two get in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, bop it. I have to talk, so don't yeah, take uh, these as answers. Because <laughs> I had spin it, pull it, twist it, and flick it. And I was the high score That last one gets champion. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know if those would have even been the originals or which ones they would have added later. But if I was playing... Have you seen an original Bop It, Paul? Yeah. Well, I imagine that it only has the button in the middle and two arms, but I don't know what's on the end of the arms. Oh, boy. Uh, Let's go with... Oh, man. See, the one I knew I was going to have right. <laughs> now you just cut it in half for me. Um, Bop It... Twist it and pull it. I don't know. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. That is correct. (laughs) Awesome. Wow. Yeah, you had Bop It Extreme, which was kind of the almost looked like a like a wheel. Yeah. Like a like a car wheel. But the the original was literally just like a single stick and it had the bop it, twist it, and pull it. Good job. Yes. I got the last question that I was (laughs) did not even pick. (laughs) Right. Well, after uh, that, you know, very exciting bit to get Paul some points. John, would you give us our score update after round one? Right, Paul's got a little bit of catching up to do. <laughs> Sam has 60, and Paul has 10. Yeah. A lot of bit of catching up to do, but I believe in you, Paul. I believe in you. Are you Thank the younger you. brother? I am by, like, 13 years. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, good. I'm also the younger brother by uh, five years, and younger brothers rule, older brothers drool. <laughs> Great. Scoreboard, uh, Spees. Scoreboard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we are going to start this off. And, uh, Paul, you get to pick for your brother what he is going to do in round two. (sighs) Round two. I can't even sabotage him at this point because he will do well in any category. (laughs) Uh, Let me give him... Fashion, and maybe he won't get a music question this time. (laughs) (laughs) And his decade is the 90s. 90s. Name this apparel brand founded in 1999 that really became famous in the 2000s, thanks to celebrities like Britney Spears, Ashton Kutcher, and others wearing trucker hats and other clothing with their branding. Uh, Okay, I was lost until you said trucker hats, and I think that might be Von Dutch. That is Von Dutch. Good job. That's. I mean, that's all that I really knew him from. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I told you I couldn't. I couldn't sabotage him. <laughs> he knows <All> right. everything. <laughs> well, Sam, be a good, gentle, sweet older brother and, and give Paul something that he can answer. Huh? You want me to give him pity? Pity categories yeah, here. Exactly. Pity points. <laughs> pity points. You know what, Paul? As my co-host on the Hollywood Cast Connection, I'm just going to keep saying the name to push that brand farther. Uh, <laughs> I will give you movies this go-round. Oh, wow. Might not help. 
might not help. Your decade is the 70s. Oh, great. It's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In 1976, this eventual two-time Oscar winner had roles in two very different films. One starring as a body-switching teen in the Walt Disney film Freaky Friday, and the other as a young prostitute in Taxi Driver, a role that gave her her first Oscar nomination. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster is I'm not is even going to talk. Correct. I knew the answer. I had to just throw it out. Good job. Yeah, yes. I don't need... You don't need, yeah, we're past the point of needing color commentary with you. Just, you know, give us some points. answers. Points. <laughs> points. All right. All right. Paul, you get a pick for Sam. Let me underline movies so I know it's crossed out and give him video games. And his decade is the 70s. Oh, boy. Okay. Released in 1976 and designed in part by Apple co founder Steve Wozniak. This game drew inspiration from Pong, but instead, a paddle would destroy layers of bricks by bouncing back and forth. Oh, I mean, there's like so many iterations of this game. What was the first one called? <laughs> oh, man. What would what would the Wizard of Woz call a block breaker game? <laughs> um, I, is it called block breaker? That's going to be my guess. Blockbreaker is incorrect. Paul, take this one, man. Yeah, I was thinking Blockbuster, and then I realized that was something else. <laughs> uh, I've played the game, or at least a version of the game, and yeah. I'm pretty sure probably the version I played was called Blockbreaker or something like that. Um, so one like you can like magnetize the thing, and then you can like send multiple. And like, I'm sure the original extra... wasn't that complex, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, though. What about... Okay, all I got is Blockbuster. I'll just say Blockbuster. Blockbuster is incorrect. Now, I think the one that you're talking about that had like the power-ups and all that other stuff, that became uh, Arkanoid, okay. uh, which was one for that. But the original was called Breakout. 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 1976. We were close. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you guys were kind of dancing around those words. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of dancing, <laughs> kind of get, that kind of brings me back to Kevin Bacon and Footloose and all the good times. Uh, all right. Uh, Sam, you get a pick for Paul. Uh, speaking of dancing, I'll give Paul music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and your decade is the 90s. All right. And we got to go to the throwback lounge. I'm changing it from Adam's Lounge Ooh. to the Throwback Lounge. Um, so, Paul, I need you to name the group of this 1998 Billboard number no. five hit. And I'm going to sing the lyrics, obviously. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyone can see the road that they walk on is paved in gold. Hey, it's always summer. They'll never get cold. Ho! Oh, they'll never get hungry and never get old and gray. Hey! Let's just let's take a second here name, and just got to name the band. Oh, name the group. Uh, it sounded like Ho Hey by the Lumineers. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had Hoes and Hayes added, not in the lyrics. That's, uh, that's a little bit of Adam Flair for everybody out there. <laughs> gold, old, cold. Did you say ninety eight? Nineteen ninety eight. Number five hit. It's a jam. 
He knows because he was 12 <laughs> and I was minus one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was 18, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> nice. It, it doesn't, but it probably just means that you know what the answer is. Yeah. I don't know it. Let me just throw out... Uh, I don't even know what to throw out. Probably <laughs> a band. Don't overgroup it. Yeah. A band or a group. In the late 90s. Um, I don't know. Backstreet Boys. Ooh. Backstreet back. All right. And that's a wrong answer. Do, 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 do. Uh, Sam, please give us this group. Well, because he took so long, now I have made up my mind and I have to start packing because I'm going to have to leave <laughs> before the sun comes up. Uh, I think that is fastball. That is fastball with their hit, The Way. Yeah. I never would have even guessed that. The song is fantastic, Paul. You should look yep. it up. I will that, right now. That I mean, is my wife's favorite song of all time that's so good really i haven't heard that song in probably a decade and now now i'm gonna have it stuck in my head all day well yeah especially <laughs> with that fantastic rendition i gave you <laughs> oh <So>. hey <laughs> hey all right paul oh, hey you gotta pick a category for sam ho oh okay we have food slang tv news tech sports let me give him slang and your decade is the 70s. Ooh. All right. When somebody is up in your business and they won't leave you alone, just tell them, stop dipping in your what drink. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is not one that I know. Stop dipping in. So I would say it's somebody else. Stop dipping in my. It's a good way to think about it. In the <laughs> 70s. Stop. Stop dipping in my, I don't know, Kool-Aid seems to fit there, but I don't know how that would be right. I'm just going to go with Kool-Aid. Stop dipping in my Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> it is Kool-Aid. Oh, awesome. <laughs> nice. Wow. Good pull. Total guess. All right, All right Sam, you got to pick for Paul. Yeah, Paul. Um, let's give Paul tech. And his decade is the 80s. All right. Name this neato 8-bit home computer introduced in January 1982, partially named for the amount of RAM that it had. It has been listed in the Guinness World Record as the highest-selling single computer model of all time, uh, with independent estimates placing the number sold between 12.5 and 17 million units. Oh my gosh, thank you for the way you worded that question. <laughs> I know it's not for me, but I just love the wording that you put in there. It's so good. <laughs> It hurts my soul. <laughs> 8-bit computer. I don't know. Makes me think of Raspberry Pi. But again. From the 80s. 80, from the, 82. 82. I'm <laughs> saying like that's that's like all I've got because from the 80s, I don't know. Except I'm assuming there's a number in it. <laughs> uh, I'm still smiling about the, the reference you put in there. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm glad. I'm so glad someone caught that. Hopefully, as long as it's the reference that I'm right. hoping it's. I, uh, I didn't pick up on any references, which means I probably don't know the answer. So I'm going to go with the Blueberry Pie Four because I had to put a number in there. No, 
No, <laughs> no. <All right. laughs> Sam, come on. Uh, if it's the reference that I'm thinking you made, it's Weird Al Yankovic's It's All About the Pentiums. You think your Commodore 64 is really neato? What kind of chip you got in there, a Dorito? <laughs> uh. Yeah, that was, you picked up on it. My nice. neato hint. Exactly. It's the Commodore 64. Oh, that's so wow. good. <laughs> yes, I did a question and somebody got a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, makes you, that makes you so, as a trivia writer, it makes you so happy Definitely. when someone picks up on that little clue. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well, like, playtest all your questions on this guy because this guy will get everything you want to be got. <laughs> well, you're the one that got got. Uh, so Correct. far, Paul, but uh, <laughs> I need you to pick a category for Sam. What do we have left? TV, news, and sports and food? Yeah, all of that is correct. Uh, let me give him sports. Oh, boy. And your ticket is the 90s. This all-time great has a total of 11 NBA championships as a head coach. Most of any coach out there. And six of them came in the 90s with the Chicago Bulls. I'm bad with coaches, but I think 90s Bulls would be Phil Jackson, maybe? Phil Jackson's my guess. I saw the light in Paul's eye die <laughs> as you got that answer correct. Yes, because he knew it. He was ready. <laughs> he, <laughs> had his, other five he leaned back from, with his yeah. hands up, but yeah. He did. Yes, Phil Jackson won six of them with the Chicago Bulls, five of them with the L.A. Lakers in the uh, 2000s. That's right. And beyond. So, yes, Phil Jackson is correct. I just watched The Last Dance, and it was amazing. <laughs> but I've heard the name Phil Jackson so many times in just the last couple of weeks. Sorry, man. All right. Well, uh, things seem to be slipping, slipping, slipping away from you, Paul. But maybe you'll get a little points here, a little bit, if Sam picks a category that you get. Uh, yeah, I don't want it to be too much of a runaway. I'll give you um, TV. Your decade is the 80s. All right. Another question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you so much, Jackie. We really, really appreciate it. This comedy drama television series aired for three seasons from 81 to 83. It's centered on a teacher named Ralph Hinckley who had an out-of-this-world wardrobe. Uh, The lead character's surname was changed from Hinckley to Hanley for the latter part of the first season, immediately following President Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt by John Hinckley Jr. Uh, the character's then name revert, reverted back to Hinley after a few months had passed. I like how you filled in the color commentary I left out earlier on the Jodie Foster question. <laughs> <laughs> because it said that that movie inspired the attempt. Um, out of this world wardrobe... Can you read the first part of that question again? You just read the whole thing again? I'd be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. This comedy drama television series aired for three seasons from 81 to 83. It's centered on a teacher named Ralph Hinckley, uh, who had an out-of-this-world wardrobe. His original, the character's original name was Hinckley. It changed to Hanley because of the shooting Mm -hmm. from, you know, that Ronald Reagan guy. And then back to Hinckley. Hmm. It's probably one of those names that I've heard a million times and never put um, actual research or knowledge behind. So I don't even have a guess. Surprise. (laughs) 
No joke answer. Just give just give Sam the points. Let's just give him. Is it is it Arthur? No, wait. Are you passing for real? <clears throat> Correct. That is a pass. Oh. I don't know that I'm going to do much better on this one. You said he's a teacher and it's shown in the 70s and his name is Hinkley. Not Jeez. Oh, Went from Hinkley to Hanley to Hinkley. Hinkley, Hanley, Hinkley. Uh because uh, the shows that I'm thinking of with teachers are like Welcome Back Cotter. And I don't have a time frame on that. Was this an eighties question? This is an eighties question from eighty one to eighty three. Eighty one to eighty three. Centered on a teacher who had an out of this world wardrobe. Out of this world wardrobe. Is he an alien? Is it like Oh boy. Like Mork and Mindy or something? I have no I have no better guess. I'll just go Mork and Mindy. <laughs> Fair enough guess there was an alien, yeah. uh, but believe it or not, that's a little another little hint believe I could have gotten in there. Uh, it is in it. Uh, I go through the Seinfeld, but that's the. It's really well known for its theme song. But the answer is the greatest American hero. Oh yeah, he, he put on an alien suit and would become a superhero. So it was an out nice. of this world wardrobe. I like nice. it. Okay. All right, Paul, you get to pick between food. Or news and politics for Sam. News and politics. Okay. And your decade is the 70s. On August 16th, 1977, at the young age of 42, this pop culture icon died from heart failure due to a mix of obesity, high blood pressure, opiate abuse, and straining too hard on a bowel movement. Ooh. (laughs) What year did you say? 1977. 77 minus 42 is 35. So that has to be Elvis Aaron Presley, I believe. That is Elvis Aaron Presley, who (laughs) died on the toilet because he was straining too hard. But the mix of all of his other problems uh, is what gave him the heart failure. Yeah, gotcha. I should have given you the other one. Why do I always (laughs) give you the one that I know? All right, you are left with food, Paul. Awesome. And your decade is the 90s. Meaning winter in Slavic languages, what clear malt beverage came out in 1993 and was marketed as something different to beer? Nice. (laughs) You're just barely able to drink now. Uh, (laughs) You definitely weren't able to drink in 1993. (laughs) Did you hear the slogan, Paul? (laughs) Something different? (laughs) Can I waste another 30 seconds and have you read it one more time? (laughs) Your voice is soothing to my uh, blood pressure problem over here. Yeah, Yeah, try not to to strain too hard with your bowels. Um, (laughs) Historically, that doesn't go well. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Meaning winter in Slavic languages, what clear malt beverage came out in 1993 and was marketed as something different to beer? Hmm. Didn't they start remaking that recently? They might. They might have brought it back. I feel like I was walking through the store and I saw it on an end cap. Mm hmm. It hurts. I really wish I uh, hadn't given you the last question because <laughs> I don't know what the answer to this one is. 
Because we don't shop in the same stores with the same end caps. <laughs> that's, that's the whole reason. I don't know. I have to pass. Oof. All right, Sam. Uh, well, now I'm. I know there's a vowel. It's Z blank M A, but I can't remember if it's an I or a U. I'm gonna go with Zima. Zima is correct. <laughs> okay, good. Yep. I remember all those ads, and it just it just seemed like it was oh so clear and refreshing. Yeah. And, yeah. It didn't last all that long. <laughs> like a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's hey, pretty much the pre It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the end of round two. John, could you please give us the score update? All right, it's a little bit of a runaway. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Sam has 130 to Paul's 20. Holy crap. Yeah. 130? Can I tell you now that I expected this going <laughs> after <laughs> Yeah, I had to double check that. I was like, really? And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. I, I had the same thing. Um, not only did he answer all of his What's correctly, the highest score he answered on this all game? of mine correctly. I'm going for yeah, the record what? here. Well, if you're going for the record, you're going to want to bid it all. Uh, so maybe there's a chance. So work on your wagering, and you're going to have to do so on the category for our final round. Final round! And that category is the Oscars. Oh. Y'all are uh, movie buffs. Obviously, Paul's an aspiring buff. Talking about Hollywood cast connection, <laughs> uh, nice. definitely Thanks. movie busts, buffs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me know when y'all have your wagers down. Wait, what is the record? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention. I want to know what it is. <laughs> I uh, I have mine down. Mm-hmm. Do I need to show it to you or? No, uh, I I trust you. <laughs> Just believe me later. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm locked in. Okay. All right, here is your question. And it's three parts. you got to get all three to, get, to make your wager. Some actors had some amazing work in our decades. The following actors or actresses were all nominated the most in the decade without an Oscar win in oh. that same decade. So basically, who got the most nominations for uh, both lead and supporting without actually getting a win. So I want you to tell us, and I have some hints for you for each of those decades. Okay. In the seventies, this person was nominated five times without a win. Obviously in the seventies, they were nominated in 72 for a supporting role in 73, 74, 75 and 79 uh, in a lead role. And don't feel too bad because this person did win, um, did win the 1992 Leading Actor Award. In the 80s, another five-time nominee without a win in the 80s. She was nominated in 82, 83, 84 for supporting, 87, 88 for the lead, and still to this day has never won an Oscar. And in the 90s, this four-time nominee, she was nominated in 90, 95, 98, and 99 for lead actress, and don't worry, she has won three all-time Oscars, uh, one in 79 for support, and then one in 83, and one in 2011 for lead. So that's a lot of information. I'm happy to go through it Oof. some more. So yeah, kind of a long, confusing question, but it's, you know, it's movie-related, and I'm not really too worried about who's going to win this game. So, <laughs> Well, I'm worried about my wager now a little bit, but um, can you give me the supporting years for 80? <clears throat> of course. 
so and these are these are the not the year that the Oscar was, but this you right. know say like the Oscar came was was in like February of ninety two, but they they recognized the ninety one you know that kind of year. So Got when it. I say it was they, they won the ninety two actor, it's for when the movie came out, kind of. Gotcha. All right, sorry. So the eighties supporting years. Yep. So, yep. So this person was nominated in eighty two. 83, 84 for supporting, and then 87 and 88 for, for lead. lead. And still hasn't won. Wow. I had a much easier question, uh, and then I realized it wasn't movie-related, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to swap this out. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. And then I made it way hard, but oh well. No, it's um, all good. Yeah. And you yeah, said well, the 90s they're... one was, they 90s. won in 79, 83, and 2011? Correct. Hmm. Well, while the guys are still thinking, uh, I just want to plug our Patreon for anybody out there who wants to join us on here. Um, check us out. Throwback Trivia Takedown. Um, if you guys enjoying the show, check us out. Also, check out Hollywood Cast Connection. It's awesome. I've been on there. It's really fun. Uh, I kind of, you know, <laughs> screwed screwed the system a little bit, but I, I did it for my own advantage. So it worked. But it, it was, was a, very I really, impressive. Really enjoyed it. So This is hard. Yeah. I have guesses for the first one, but it's too many guesses, and then the others are just... I'm stuck on the 2011 thing, because that's something I feel like I should know. The 72 supporting actor part is killing me, because... I have so many guesses for that, but they're yeah. all from the same movie. Right. <laughs> but I don't know who would have got lead or who would have got supporting for those. But you said that was somebody that did win... In Later on. 92, yeah. Huh. I just need to think of, like, a movie that puts me in that time frame. And, like, yeah. I can't even, I well, can't I'm even do it. I'm thinking of movies from then, but they're people that won then, not the nominees from then that didn't win. Ugh. Problem with 2011, with the 2012 ceremony... Is that I know what won Best Picture, but I don't think the, I don't know that the actors from that one. I'm gonna end up just throwing names down. Yeah, that might be her. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't seem likely, but we'll try it. I'm gonna lock in. I don't feel good about it, but. <laughs> I have a wrong guess for the '90s. And maybe right guess for the 70s and the 80s. I'm like spaced on because the actresses I can think of from the 80s weren't in Oscar movies. They were in the 80s movies that everybody talks about that weren't winning those awards. <clears throat> or well, I guess they weren't winning anyway. Though they were being nominated. Yes. I don't yes. know. I have a I have a guess for all of them. I have a couple of very wrong guesses. <laughs> All right, well, you can start us off by telling us your very wrong guesses. Okay, so for the 70s, 72 supporting, I was thinking of Duvall or James Caan or uh, I guess Al Pacino would have been considered a supporting character in The Godfather if Brando actually won lead. Uh, so I'm, I guess Al Pacino for the 70s. 80s, I don't know. Molly Ringwald. That's, that's what I've got. <laughs> I seriously have no idea. And then 90s, I wrote down Frances McDormand, but she won in the 90s, and she won pretty recently. I don't know how recently for uh, three billboards. So that was the only name that was coming up. 
All right, so Al Pacino, Molly Ringwald, and uh, Francis McDormand are your answers? Those are my wrong answers. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sam, what are your possibly also wrong answers? P- possibly not, also not, wrong. Not, not saying Paul's definitely wrong yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 72, I also went um, Godfather. When you first said 92, I wrote down Anthony Hopkins, and then you said it was the year of the movie, not the year of the awards, because I know Hopkins won in 92 for Silence of the Lambs, which came out in 91. So in 93, for a movie that came out in 92, I thought maybe Sin of a Woman, and 72 fits with Al Pacino for supporting, so I also went Al Pacino on the 70s one. Uh, for the 80s, I was just stuck, man. I was thinking, who was in movies in the 80s? I was like, Sally Field, but she won. Uh, Meryl Streep, but she's won. Um, and then someone who I'm not sure if she's actually won one or not, but was in several movies throughout the 80s. Um, and then some uh, was Glenn Close. So I wrote down Glenn Close. I'm not sure what her status is with the Academy there. Um, and then for the 90s, I was mentioning it seems like a very long career, 79 to 2011 for wins. And I know that Meryl Streep does have. We left. You kicked out what? Adam? Oh, no. What happened? How did I do that? Come back. I like leaned on my mouse and it clicked. My bad, dude. Uh, yeah, you you kicked me out of my own <laughs> Skype. I I uh I like right clicked on my mouse accidentally. Oh boy. It said yeah, you were booted out by another participant. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> so sorry about that. Uh, hit recording in there. I'll start yeah, talking. I guess start. Yeah, hopefully that didn't screw up the recording. Well, Sam, you can kind of talk. You were diving into the 90s. Yeah. So 79 to 2011 um, with wins, 79, 83, and 11. Uh, I mentioned Meryl Streep on the 80s one. I feel like she's – I know she's won three at least. Um, I think there may be more than just those three years, but seems like with that many nominations in the 90s. It was between Julia Roberts and Meryl Streep. I think Julia Roberts was too young to be winning one in 79, but maybe Meryl Streep was old enough, so I locked in Meryl Streep for the 90s. So my three are Pacino, Glenn Close, and Meryl Streep. All right, now for the correct answers. In the 70s, y'all both picked up on Hoo-Ah! That is Al Pacino, who was nominated uh, in 72 for The Godfather. Also nominated in 73 for Serpico, 74 for Godfather 2, nice. uh, 75 for Dog Afternoon, and 79 for And Justice for All. Nice. In the 80s, it was Glenn Close. Oh, no way. <laughs> never, never won an Oscar, and uh, she was nominated for Fatal Attraction, Dangerous Liaisons, The World According to Garp, The Big Chill, and The Natural. Nice. Very good. As soon and, as he said Glenn Close, I was like, dang it. He's yeah. got it. I didn't Fatal Attractions was the one that was stuck in my head. So yep. Yeah. And in the 90s, uh, with four nominations, but she is also the most nominated actress ever. Nailed it on the head, Meryl Streep. Dang it. Yes. Yep, one, in, one in 79, 83, and 2011, 2011 was the Iron Lady. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I thought won. that was the year for that. 79 yeah. was the one that was throwing me off. What did she win for in 79? Uh, that I don't remember. I can find it very quickly. And okay. it was... Um, Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice. That one. Dang it. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Great job, Sam. You continued your dominance. Uh, let's hear what y'all wagered. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Absolute zero. Excellent. And Sam, what did you wager? 
Uh, I wagered 90. I had 130. I feel like if I figured if he doubled his points, um, I could still catch him if I wagered or be tied at least if I wagered 90. So I'm adding 90. All right. John, could you mathematicize that up for us? <laughs> With a final score of 220 to 20, <laughs> Sam is the winner. Wow. <laughs> Over by this, two this was all a conspiracy because any publicity is good publicity, right? And we share a show. So if we're gonna be the record holders on this show, yeah. I lost on purpose, right? I right. gave him all sure. the first one. Yeah, that and that might be might be our biggest number, biggest like final score. If it's uh, not, it's very close. Awesome. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh Paul, we'll start off with you. Tell us uh, anything more before we kick you out. Uh, before you kick me out. Well, first of all, I'm really, really sorry about that. Uh, congratulations to Sam. You are a, uh, a a trivia legend, apparently. I keep finding this out. And uh, go listen to Hollywood Cast Connection on anywhere that you can find podcasts. And thanks, you guys, for uh, for having me. All right, Sam, what would you like to say? Ah, just thanks to the Spees bros from the Car Bros. This was a blast. Um, love hanging out with you guys. Appreciate the chance to be on one of my favorite shows, uh, the Throwback Trivia Takedown. And I would like to take this opportunity to plug every show on the BFOP network. So, Cartwright, Class for Fast. What's the I trivia? I see what you did there. <laughs> Podcasting Dude, after dark, won. talking about kiss butt anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. No, yeah, this has been a blast. I'm a big fan of all of your guys' shows and uh, just grateful for the opportunity to be on and to talk about our show, The Hollywood Cast Connection, mm-hmm. as we've already said about it. It's a great time. Listen to Adam's episode, episode number 23. And uh, yeah, connect with us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called The Credits. You can find all that info at HollywoodCastConnection.com. Fantastic. All right. For John, I'm Adam, and that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to Throwback Trivia Takedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey, everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. And with me today in studio is co-host Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.